How many popes? Two, three, four popes? How many popes are there? <laughs> too many popes. The two popes. There are two popes, which is a movie I didn't see. Hmm. I'm sorry. But it was nominated. The, the actor the was actor, nominated. Right? Actor. For, what was yeah. his name? Hopkins supporting Anthony Hopkins and uh, Jonathan Price. Yeah, Jonathan Price. He was there for yes. main main yeah. actor. And main. I, I know that because uh, I think my thing... Uh, that I wrote for the uh, that other guy who was doing a podcast. I was like, I, I don't know what this guy did. I didn't see the movie. I don't know how good he was, but I saw his reaction to uh, what's his nuts. Who's uh, the guy who did the Golden Globes? Oh, Gervais. Gervais. Yeah. Ricky Gervais. I saw his reaction to Ricky Gervais. Five stars. Yeah. So. <laughs> It was the best. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. It's the Elemental Podcast uh, with my favorite guest. I don't have many guests, John, but you're my favorite. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I'm at least top eight. You're top one. I'm not lying. You're my top one. Uh, John Serba. Uh, what, 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 what do I call, would I call you? Movie critic? Film yeah. reviewer? Film critic. Film critic. T- some, and I'm also a TV critic now, too. Nice. So, yeah. you do, we were talking about that. But some people don't like the word critic. They're like, ah, I don't want to be a critic. I'm a reviewer. Reviewer is wishy-washy. Right. I would agree with you. Critic has two hard C's in it. Yes. <laughs> it means you will fuck someone up <laughs> with, with no regard. I, it just sounds more serious. I take it very seriously. Well, that's why I like you, man. Yeah. You, you, oh, I, yeah. People, uh, they're like, okay, so why do you interview this guy about the Oscars? I'm like, because he's very knowledgeable. Uh, he presents his arguments in a uh, positive manner. He does it very organized. And I'm an idiot who just goes and sees movies like Adam Sandler. You know? that's, that's, <laughs> hey, I'm, I made you see an Adam Sandler. You did, and we will talk about that. Okay. We will talk about that. <laughs> but with John said we're going to talk Oscars. Cause are the Oscars on Sunday? Yes, they are. Fuck. They're, they're very early up. this year. I was, I was going to say, I thought it snuck up on me. I was like, yeah. usually it's like mid-late February. Yeah, right? yeah, so. they, they moved it way up. So, for whatever reason. For whatever Probably reason. Probably because Oscar season is too fucking long. Right. Weeks and weeks and weeks. It drags on. It's a little silly. Very silly. God bless America. I, um, everyone knows that I'm a moron with technology. I, that's all I do, talk about how stupid I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of mm-hmm. the problems that I've had with this recorder. And we're doing something different, everybody. I'm not using the microphones, the external microphones. We're using the internal microphones, so hopefully it's better. Because some okay. people have said, stop using the external microphones. I'm like, all right. Well, in, in podcast listeners, yes, God bless them, yes. but they will complain about things. Yes, they do. <laughs> they do. It's always the same ones. And, uh, you know, more, you know I, there you, what are you going to do, right? I, I just... I uh, want, uh, sir, at... At fourteen thirty-seven, <laughs> there's a click. What is that? It's just one click. Just. I just want. Why? I want why everything to be there? better. I want it to be better, but I'm too stupid, John. We love. We love I'm, your listeners, though. Thank you for I, listening. I couldn't do it without the listeners. Well, I could do it without the listeners. That's you sad. could. I I don't care if anyone listens. I'm we, gonna do this anyway. We could scream into the void, and and have just as much fun. We're doing that anyway. We're doing that anyway. But let's talk Oscars. Let's. Uh, I only want to talk about the main ones. Sure, so like sure. Actress, actor, and then we'll we'll end with the film. So sure. Uh, so let's talk actress, best actress in a leading role. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only five. Is it like I always thought? Uh, I thought it would be more. Isn't it? No, like no. 10? It's a, it's always five. Best picture. Is it? Can be anywhere from five to ten. It's okay. some kind of. 
because they increased that. voting, blah, 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 yeah. It used to be like five, and then it all of a sudden became like 30 or something. Well, it, like. well, it could it could be 10 Best Picture, and that has happened for at least 10 years now. And, it, and what it was is like The Dark Knight did not get a Best Picture nomination. Oh, that's when people got And pissed. there was a lot of uproar, and it's like you're always snobby, you always pick these prestige movies and you don't pick anything popular and so they expanded it knowing that some of those you know box office hits would sneak in sure yeah they have to i think just because it's a box office hit doesn't mean it's a shit movie or that it panders yeah well not at all i mean i think avengers endgame is an amazing movie yes we'll talk about that i don't think it got nominated for anything no i maybe a technical award somewhere somewhere down the list but so best actress, we got five ladies. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. I can't lie, uh, I only saw three of the movies, so two of them I couldn't tell you anything about. Well, I've only seen two. What? I'm ahead of you? Yes, you How are. How is that possible? Which ones did you see? Did you I see? saw Harriet, okay, which was great. I saw Bombshell, which okay. I thought was great, and then I saw Judy, which the, I also enjoyed. You know what? What? We are like two hands shaking. Why? Because I've seen Marriage Story and Little Women. What? I haven't seen Come that. on! That's it. How many remakes of Little Women do they have to make, dude? Well, they had to make one more because it's one of the best movies of the year. Come on! You Quit didn't even see it. I you know. You didn't even see it. I, I know, but I'm a sexist pig, so. <laughs> <laughs> so was it good? I See, I don't even know the actress. Is this like her first role? Uh, Saoirse Ronan? I don't know who she is. You don't know who Saoirse Ronan I, is? See, I don't she, even know how to pronounce her first name. Multiple Oscar nominee Saoirse Ronan. What? She was nominated uh, as, I believe she was a teenager, um, for Atonement, uh-huh. which was, man, a dozen years ago now, um, which was which was a big World War II film okay. based on a popular novel. Um, she has been in Brooklyn, Lady Bird... Um, I saw Lady Bird. Yeah. Um, th- those are, I-, I think, those are all of her nom- nominated movies, like Best Actress nominated. Okay. Um, and-, and she is one of the best working actresses today. By far. If you top say five, so. Top two, maybe top three. If you say so. You don't even know who she is. Just <laughs> no, take I my don't. word for it. <laughs> I don't. That's how I'm like. I know. I gotta take your word for it. Like, okay. She's great. So. She's great. She was in the Lovely Bones, Peter Jackson's uh, film. That was based on a on a on a big popular book too. You know, she's she can she can carry the world on her shoulders. Is she Irish? Yes. Okay. Sersha. S A O, I R S E. Sersha. I don't know how you get that out of that, but okay. I th- I was calling her Sorzy. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up for Sorzy, Ronan, everybody. I think she's so, from Japan. But you've seen the movie, uh, and that that's the favorite in this category, which is. Harry? Renee Zellweger. Zellweger. As, as, or as, Judy. As no, Judy. Sorry, Judy. Yeah, Judy. playing Judy Garland. She's the favorite? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, because she's won, I, I believe she won the Golden Globe and she's won a few other things. And Really? So she's she's probably, you know, as close to a front runner as anybody. All right. It was, a, it was a decent movie. I felt very bad for Judy Garland as a human being when it was all done and said. I mean, she, oh, was, she was like the original meth head or whatever. Yeah, so. she suffered a lot. Uh-huh. You know, it, it, contrary to the uh, to her kind of screen persona that we all know her from singing, right. dancing, clicking her, clicking her shoes <laughs> together. You know, I mean, in, uh, you know, A Star is Born. Right. You know, uh, 
one of the greatest performances by any actress ever. I can't. Her in A Star Is Born, really stunning, really stunning. I, I tried to think about Judy Garland. The only movie I think I've ever seen of hers is The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah. I don't I mean, think I've seen anything else, and I knew she was like this huge actress, but I'm like, I haven't seen any of her stuff. You know, uh, probably a uh, uh, a sad example of the kind of stereotype about child actors who spiral into, you know, who who end up a addicted mess. on drugs. So and, she was the original Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> there, there were some before her, but yeah. Before Judy, probably. Yeah. But, you gotta keep awake! <laughs> Go to sleep! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, sad so she, story there. So she's the one, because I felt, like, of the three movies that I saw, I really like, uh, what's Cynthia's last name? Ervavo? Ervavo? Yes. Cynthia, uh, Cynthia Erivo. I, I liked her the best. I thought she did it's a great job in right? Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. I, of, of those three movies that I saw, I liked that one the most. I liked yeah. the historical thing about it. I thought she nailed the role and the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing against uh, Charlize Theron and Bombshell. Like, she did a great job as uh, Megan Kelly. Yeah. But uh, the problem that I had with that movie, I know that you didn't see it, is that there were, like, characters uh, in, in the movie that weren't real. Yeah, composites. Yes. You know, three or four people crammed into one. Right. And I guess character. that's the problem that I have with, like, this is supposed to be based upon something. But now here's some here's some fictional shit yeah, see, I, I, to move the plot along or whatever. I, I heard, you know, as, as a film critic, I get screeners. <laughs> oh, stop bragging. I, I get DVD screeners <laughs> sent to me. Yes. And I can watch all these films... In the comfort of my own home, at my convenience, and I never watched Bombshell. I just heard oh. such middling stuff about it that I'm like, I'll get to it eventually. And it's way at the bottom of the pile gotcha. of stuff. So, right. yeah. Did you see Richard Jewell? I did not see Richard Jewell yet. Because that was one I did want to see, but then like I heard, again, it was another thing of just like, there was like made up shit, and it was pr- inaccurate with a lot of stuff, and I'm like, ah, oh, come on, Clint, why are you fucking with can, history? Can, can I explain something to you? Please. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put you in your place. Okay. <laughs> Stu, all movies are made up shit. Come on! Why are you <laughs> bursting the bubble? That that that's one of the one of the, one of the biggest axes I have to grind because I I what what was what was the Clint Eastwood film about um, the, the the drug old the man sniper druggy. no old with Bradley sniper. Cooper uh, what what was that what was that called but was it called Sniper <clears throat> uh, I, I can't remember Lone Wolf yeah I, I don't remember but wow. it it got so much you know stirred up so much shit because this was accurate and this was inaccurate and it's like you do understand that someone took the kernel of an idea from reality mm-hmm. and wrote a script and cast actors and put a bunch of bunch of fake lights and put a fake baby in Bradley Cooper's hands <laughs> and someone told them what to say right everything about movie making is artificial. So of course right. they're going to take liberties with this stuff. Yeah. Always, always are. You know, there's one thing if uh, American Sniper was the name of the movie. Okay. Um, it's one thing if something kind of betrays the spirit of a person, which is what I thought Bohemian Rhapsody did. With Freddie? Yeah, it, it kind of, I don't know if it did him, uh, kind of maybe did 
disservice to his character okay. by manipulating the timeline and the way things happen and right. all that. Made it way more Hollywood yes, than it did. reality. Right. You know, and, and in that sense, it's like uh, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. It's it's not a it's not a it's not math. It's kind of a feeling. You walk out of it and you go, I don't know. That didn't. Didn't, it's too that, that did not, you know, I I know he didn't he didn't get diagnosed till after the live aid thing, right. you know, that, or announce it or well, however, you know, things didn't line up that way. And when and when a movie like movie manipulates you like that, then that's the bad taste that le- that gotcha. it leaves in my mouth. I guess for me that didn't it didn't bother me as much because I'm like, hey, he's just the singer. He's just a singer in a rock and roll band. <laughs> <laughs> right, as opposed to Harry, like, oh, this is a true thing that meant something. So, I well, know. he was an icon, you know. He, he was, was, yes. He was bigger than that, yes. You know, right. He wasn't like uh, Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of that movie? Uh, Springsteen, Glory Road, or something? Oh, I don't know. Uh, the the English guy who came to America to see Bruce. Oh yeah, I know what one you're talking about, but like. I Bruce Springsteen gives me a rash. What? So what? Come on, I'm no! Not, I'm not a Springsteen. Why? You no, know, you can't say that. It's Bruce, the boss. It's the boss, man. Yeah. He's oh. from New Jersey. Uh, sure. Did you know that? Yeah. So is Bon Jovi. <laughs> so is my favorite band, Overkill. They're from New Jersey. They're Overkill? the real thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they're the they real sing. thing. Do they sing "Born to Run"? No. Then I don't. I don't no, even they know sing them. "Hello from the Gutter," motherfucker. <laughs> That's what they sing. "Hello from the Gutter." Whoa! How do I not know that song? Is that on the radio? <laughs> what, yeah, what station it, is it, that? It on? was maybe at midnight in 1988. Right, right, right. Yeah. Heavily edited, heavily redacted. <laughs> <laughs> so you think uh, Sorzy Ronan uh, is going to win? For no, a no, no, no. Oh no, she's no. not. So do you, you think it's going to be Renee Zellweger? Absolutely. Okay, I, I think so. I, it's so much in in the in the lane of, of Oscar voters. You know, they they love biopics. They do. They love. Um, you know, Zellweger has been kind of quiet for several years. Mm-hmm. They like they comeback like a comeback story. story. Oh. They they love movies about movies. It's it is interesting. Three uh, looking at it now in that perspective, three of these movies or actresses are like based upon like real life characters. Yeah, so. it's it's you know the Oscars are biopic central. Yeah. They screwed Aquafina out of a nomination here. The, is she Korean? Um, Chinese. Chinese. She is a. Uh, she's in a movie called The Farewell. I don't know if I you saw that. I did not see that. that about the grandma dying. Yes. Well, and, and the premise is the grandmother is dying, but she doesn't know she's dying. Right. The rest of the family knows she's dying, and they don't want to tell her. And I, I, I believe this is a, a cultural thing. They do that in China. More what we as Americans go, we want to know the truth and the hard truth. You know? <laughs> and there they protect, I can handle it. They protect their people, their their loved ones, thinking... Their quality of life is better if they really don't know what's going to hit them. Right. You know, uh, so that's the basis of the story. And Aquafina plays the granddaughter who um, is mostly an American, you know, immigrated to America with her parents when she was young. So she's really torn between, you know, her heritage and her current culture. Right. And um, she's very close to her grandmother, so she's very upset. And Aquafina, who. Um, is probably best known as a very profane rapper, you yes. know, and co- comedy roles. You know, yes. she was in Crazy Rich Asians and Ocean's Eight, and you know, real depth to that character. And and I'd rather see her there than any of these nominees. Really? Yeah. So, uh, do you think 
it will get to the point where they'll have like more than five people nominated for. No, no I don't, I don't just keep so. it. I don't think so. Heaven forbid we add someone who's worthwhile. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say any of these aren't worthwhile. Right. Who would you take out to put Aquafina in? Um, probably Scarlett. She's out. Scarlett Johansson? No way. That is that is her best performance in her what? career. What? It's not Black Widow, Marriage dude. Story. I cannot vouch for this. <clears throat> it needs to be Black Widow. Dude. No, no, probably. I, I mean, I haven't seen Bombshell, but a lot. I, I was just listening to some other critics talking about the same thing, and they're like, "We love Charlize Theron, but she doesn't put. She doesn't deserve to be in here. The movie okay. is not good enough." Okay. So I can't take uh, a woman seriously who's named after water. I cannot do it. What? what? Aquafina. Aquafina. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, where did that come from? Why did she name herself? Why did she dub herself Aquafina as opposed to like Fiji or? I don't uh, know. I don't know. Dasani. But, but what if? What if this gorgeous woman? Yeah. Who loved tall stand-up comics walked up to you. Now, now you're, we're talking. Fiction. Walked up to you and said, "Hi, Stu. My name's Evian." <laughs> get you, out of here, bitch! Like, nope. I can't no, get out of here. Seriously. <laughs> what the fuck? Overpriced water. All right, so it's going to be uh, Renee Zellweger. Well, I because I can't. The movie was fine. I didn't love yeah. it when I walked out of Judy. That, that's that's why I'm like not. I, I want to see it, but I'm not. You know, I, there's other things I'd rather watch. I think first. about three it's people just a, saw Judy, and I was yeah, one of them. Yeah, so. it's it's just the the idea of oh god, another biopic mm. about a tortured star yeah. who died too young. Yeah, she and, was in her forties. Yeah, she looked yeah, like shit. And and you just go, I already know what's gonna happen. I. You know, all these movies tend to have the same, you know, narrative beats and, eh, you know. It was weird to me that she had such a big career at the end of her life in England. Yeah. It was weird to me how they attached themselves to her. Yeah. And all the old stuff and everything else. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like Jerry Lewis in France. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense either. <laughs> yeah, hey lady! <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, all right, uh, so best actor. Sure. Probably going to be more difficult. Uh, more difficult category, you think, to pick a winner? Or is there a standout? Sure. Uh, well, the nominees are Jonathan Price and the Two Popes. Yes. Adam Driver and Marriage Story. Yes. Um, uh, Leo? Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Yep. Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory. Okay. Joaquin Phoenix is going to... Walk away with it. You think so? He's been taking everything at okay. this point. Did uh, how many of these movies did you see? Did you see all of them? Uh, I did not see Pain and Glory yet. Okay, I only saw Joker and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So, yeah. and I can't lie, I had never even heard of Pain and Glory. I don't, I don't know what it's about. Well, I don't um, know anything about it. It's Spanish language film. Okay. by Pedro Almodovar, who's one of the great Spanish directors. Okay, amazing. He's so, how, so is it? Oh, why is that in? Why is he in this category as opposed to something else? Because probably about, again, as many people saw Judy as saw Pain and Glory. Well, um, are you saying... 
Like, why is it... Because it's a foreign language yes. film? No. Yes. Why well, is, is it not, like, wouldn't it be in, like, the foreign film category? Well, there, there's only a foreign film category for, like, a best foreign film category. Uh, That's no. the only category they have. So, so they don't this have... has happened many, many times before. Okay. Where, where, All right. Where foreign f- stars and foreign films get an Oscar nomination gotcha. in these categories. What's it about? Do you know? Um... Banderas plays a. It's it's loosely autobiographical. Okay. Um, by Almodovar, uh, and he plays a film director who, um, has uh, heart problems. Oh. You know, and he's just struggling through his life. Through life. Uh, Almodovar is known for um, these very rich and colorful, uh, very character driven films. Um, and he he, he kind of helped break Banderas and Penelope Cruz. You okay. know, those those are the big names that he um, kind of fostered their careers, and then they became international superstars. You know, right. so this is kind of a you know this is this is kind of a nice story where Banderas has been the superstar, and he comes back to his you know his home base to play a, very, a role that's very important to the filmmaker. Okay, yeah, well, there you go. I really enjoyed Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with Leo. I loved that movie. See, I would, uh, I would say he, I, I would want him to win. Nothing against Adam Driver in Marriage Story. Nothing against Jonathan Price in The Two Popes. And nothing against uh, Joaquin and Joker. But I really enjoyed Leo in Once Upon a Time. Yeah, I, um, if I was given a vote, I'd yep. go, I'd vote for Adam Driver. Really? Yes. Okay. The, I think he fucked up Star Wars. So based upon that alone, <laughs> he's out. I think he was the best thing in Star Wars. What? God damn it. I can't wait to be done with this Oscar bullshit so we can fight. Really, really get the gloves off. <laughs> I don't even know what Marriage Story is about. So he's married to Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, it's, okay. it's, um, it's on Netflix, so you have no excuse. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. I did this not is, know that. This is an extraordinary movie. So is it a Netflix production? Yes, it's, it right. is absolutely a Netflix huh. film. Um, you know, it was in a few theaters and then... Right. Before it hit the streaming service, um, and he and Scarlett Johansson, um, her husband and wife, uh, they're getting divorced. They have a son. Um, they live in New York. She's the actress. He's the the playwright. And they found and he founded a theater in New York. And um, they're splitting up, and she's moving to Los Angeles because she had a very brief film career. Um, as as like a teenager, and now she wants to go out there and pursue a film, film and TV career. Okay, and he um, doesn't want to do it. Well, and he, you know, he has a great thing going in New York. Yeah, you know, um, I, kind of a, not a huge theater company, but a prestigious one. Gotcha. Um, and he writes all the plays and all this kind of stuff. And she is she was always his lead. Um, so there's a very the ingenue. Yeah, there's a very, very, you know, dis- unique and distinct dynamic to their relationship because of, you know, they have their marriage and then they have their working the relationship too, relationship. and they have a son, um, and all of a sudden, one's on one coast and one's on the other, right. and there's a lot of push and pull, and 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 it's it's written and directed by Noah Baumbach, okay. who did the Squid and the Whale. No, I didn't say and, that. And um, he's he's now uh, they're not married, but he's with Greta Gerwig, mm. and they have a child together. 
and he's known for his, his collaborations with her, like Francis Ha and Mistress America, which are great movies. Everybody, go watch those movies. Okay. Francis Ha, Mistress America. Are this those is, on Netflix or anything? Uh, I, I want to say maybe Netflix or Amazon. Okay. Amazon, more likely. Um, but uh, if you want to see Greta Gerwig amazing in front of and behind the camera because she co-wrote these films and acted in them and she's just you know exploding right. with charisma you know um, but anyway uh, so this yeah, this is just a very profound um, kind of I don't want to say rumination because it's funny and heartbreaking at the same time um, everybody's talking about uh, Laura Dern because mm-hmm. she's up for Best Supporting Actress, probably going to win. Okay. You know, she plays Scarlett Johansson's lawyer. Um, and there's a great scene that, where, where they she, she goes to the lawyer first, and then he feels he needs, oh, man, she's getting this, this heavy-duty lawyer. I've got to do something, too. So she goes to Laura Dern, and Laura Dern is just this superstar of a lawyer who just, like, kicks her shoes off and curls up next to her like she's <laughs> her girlfriend, you know. Ah. And, and, they're, and it's partly sincere and it's partly, yeah. you know, uh, the lawyer being the lawyer. And so a- Adam Driver goes to his lawyer, goes to this lawyer he's recommended, and, and he's played by Ray Liotta. Oh, ah! God. Ah! And he's like, oh my gosh, Ray Liotta's too expensive, so he goes to another lawyer played by Alan Alda. <laughs> so you have just <laughs> this broad spectrum, right. you know. And uh, it, it's just it's it's got some really ingenious, uh, you know, dialogue in it, character interplay. Um, like I said, it it's heartbreaking and very funny. Um, and Baumbach is is got screwed out of a best director nomination yeah, here. Um, this is this is his best film by far, you know, and he's made some pretty damn good ones in the past. And uh, it, I don't know, it, it really spoke to me about the way, you know, married people and human humans, how humans interact with each other. Stunning film. We uh, human beings and, are uh, and cruel and hateful creatures, <laughs> but they also love each other at the same time. Ah, that is the dichotomy. that is the 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 great hypocrisy of the human condition, right, right there. You know, and and that's kind of. What the movie's about. That's, and what, he, that's and, what marriage is about. And, and, Dri- <laughs> and Driver and Scarlett Johansson are both very good actors. Yes. We've seen them in, do some very good stuff in the past. Um, you know, and they've done funny stuff. They've played superheroes and yep. Star Wars Characters. bad guys and, and all this kind of stuff. And they are bona fide movie stars. But um, there was something about the script that Baumbach wrote that um, brought brought the absolute best out of both of these. You, you could look at Adam Driver and Johansson and sometimes it's like, I see their affectations sometimes mm-hmm. more than I see the character. This, is, this absolutely pushes them way beyond that. Such extraordinary work. Adam Driver should win. He's not going to. It's going to be Joaquin, huh? Yeah. All right. I, I would say Driver is probably second. He, he's won a, a couple of other awards as well. It, you talked before about Hollywood kind of like in the, the biopic kind of film, so I think they also kind of like the maniac 
uh, actors within the films, right? Sure, sure. So, they they love that kind of intensity that Joaquin Phoenix has, and 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 I also think um, the way Academy voters think is well. Um, Joaquin Phoenix has had a great career. He's been nominated before and hasn't won. You know, um, it's almost a legacy award at this point where it's like, we're, we're going to vote for him instead of Driver. But I don't want to feel like he's getting it because we fucked him over in the past, right? He should get it because he deserved it. Well, for sure, for sure. That, you know, but that's, that's, not, that's the way you, a logical human being, <laughs> thinks. That's the difference I'm not between even you sure I'm logical, and, and, John. And, and the Academy who, who think in that way, you know? Right. They, they think in those kind of conservative, conventional ways, yeah. you know. Although there's nothing, there's nothing conservative about this performance, you know. It's no. terrifying. Yes, it's Lunatic. really disgusting and off-putting at times. Um, you feel for him as a human being, and then you hate his guts as well. So yeah, oh. it, it's it's that class. I mean, as as extreme a version. Uh, of that kind of figure as we've seen, you know, um, and like the ones that come to mind are on TV, but like Tony Soprano or or uh, Brian Cranston in Breaking Bad, right, who right. starts off as a good guy with noble intentions and becomes this evil bastard. Yeah, like, you know. Do you think they'll make a a movie with him and Batman? That's a good question. With, uh, Robert, what is it? Robert Pattinson. Um, it's possible, uh-huh. you know. I mean, Joker ties right into the Batman thing. It's one of the one of the things I didn't like about the movie was like, oh, this is too tidy, you know. They're they're gonna they're gonna tie this right into the the Batman origin, right into the segue. Yeah, Here we go, like, shiny you know, Batman. <laughs> but um, but but I you know, um, I was riveted by the movie, I, although I didn't always necessarily like it. It's it's one of it's one of those films that like. Um, I saw it. I'm glad I saw it. I probably don't need to see it again because it's just yeah. it's pretty it's pretty gruesome. I yeah, that's that's a fair assessment. That's how I feel about yeah. it. So, very good. How was the two popes? I didn't see it. I know Jonathan Price is an actor. You know, I, you know, I don't know. And, and you know Hopkins, film. obviously. Well, well, it's this is um it, it's it's a historical fiction piece, you know. Um, a lot of it never happened, but it is sort of how it happened sure. because Hopkins plays um, Pope, whatever Pope John or whatever. No, but John Paul, and then and then uh, the Pope after him, oh, the okay. who is the Nazi Pope. You remember that? That, no, that, that no, well, I'm not sure if I remember that. Well, Nazi he's, he's a very conservative German who um, was forced into the, basically forced into Hitler Youth when he was a child. Oh, okay. You know. Right. Um, he, and people call him the Nazi Pope, even yeah. though he, he was not sure. at, at all that. Um, so he's the very conservative traditionalist, um, and the Catholic Church was floundering under his eye. And he very controversially stepped down, because popes do not step down. They yeah. die and then right. are replaced. You they know? wither away. Yeah, and um, and then Jonathan Price plays the current pope, and um, who's the the, the very progressive, liberal-minded mm-hmm. um, Argentinian, and um, and this is essentially a series of of like imagined conversations that they oh. have prior to, during, and after. 
the um, the transition. Was this a Netflix movie? Yes. Because I was gonna say I don't remember it ever. Did it ever come here? I don't remember it being in the movie. No, theaters. no. It was it was it. You know, a few of these Netflix movies will will play on big screens. Sure. They very rarely play here in Grand Rapids. Right, right. We're not, we're know. not we're not prestigious enough here. Yeah, it's it's a very limited thing, and then. You know, I I, the, I drove to Detroit to see the Irishman because I wanted to see it on the big screen. We'll talk about that. Sure, sure. Um, but the two the two popes is a good movie, but I but I wouldn't say oh you gotta see you got, it. Oh. You know, it's it's two old white guys talking. A lot. It's my favorite. You know, well he's not a white guy. He's from Argentina. Yeah, he's, he's a Hispanic dude, <laughs> right? He's Hispanic and Argentina. Caucasians live in live in South. No, incorrect. <laughs> All they're all Mexican. <laughs> oh my god! Only Mexicans live in Argentina. <laughs> Please send hate mail to John Serba yeah. at elementalpodcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I would say give it to Leo, but you seem to think it's Joaquin. But you would give it to Adam Driver. I if if I were to rank them, yes, I go Driver, Leo. Yeah. You know I haven't seen Banderas. Sure. Uh, you know I I guess. I'd, I'd rather see Joaquin win it than Jonathan Price. Yeah, well, Jonathan go. Price, great actor. He is. But did, you, did you see? Uh, shit. No. Game, Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> any anyone who's very cynical about religion, like I tend to be, sure, um, would go. Well, you, you know, the character you played in Game of Thrones was a was like basically a yes. a, a leader of a. Very powerful religious cult. Jim Jones, more or less, right? So, of course, he can play the role. Yeah, of course. It's the same character. It's the same character with better clothes. That's all it was. That's all it was. All right, let's move on to the biggest category of them all Best Picture. Yeah. There's only, uh, what is it, seven? Nine, nine nominees. Nine. There we go. I, I don't know how to count. So, all right, let's go over all of them. Uh, how many did you see? I saw them all. You saw them all, you yeah. son of a bitch. I saw The Irishman, I saw JoJo, The Joker. 1917 and Once Upon a Time. So I saw five. Yeah. I saw half. Yeah. I really, I did want to see Ford versus Ferrari. Didn't happen. And uh, everyone was talking about you got to go see Parasite. And then I don't know, for some reason it just didn't happen. Parasite, uh, probably. You think it's going to win, Parasite? No, no. Oh, okay. It's probably right. the best movie I saw all year. Really? Yeah. Everyone says that. I'm like, it's Korean. Like, I don't know. It's, it's like the previews of software are like, this is fucking weird as shit. You're not, you, you don't sound very woke, Stu. You don't sound very woke. When you're just, I'm almost Korean. 50 years I old. Want, I don't want to watch a Korean movie. Come on, is there kung fu in it? So, you know, the, the director, you saw Snowpiercer, right? I did, it was great. Same director. Oh, okay. So you need to see this. All right. Um, it's all Bong, subtitles, correct? Yeah, Bong okay. Joon-ho actually made, I, I forget what award ceremony that he won because he's been walking away with a lot of directors. Hell yeah. Yes. Um, and it, uh, there's a chance that he could win Best Director and a different movie will win this year. I, I think that that may happen. Okay. Um, it's he and Sam Mendes who did 1917 are probably going to be are probably the front runners. But um, he, his comment when he accepted an award was uh, something to the effect of, you know, the, those letters are only a few inches tall. You, you need to um, 
you need to look past those. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it is weird you, you, to me. You lazy people read some subtitles. It, it, it is weird to me how people like refuse to go see a movie with subtitles. Yeah. I'm like, I, some of the best movies I've ever seen have been with subtitles. Sure. I, I, I'm all kidding aside. Sure, I'll, I'll probably sure. go see Parasite and I'll probably like it. So for sure. So it's that's a very rich, layered movie. It's, the it's, previews just look so fucked up, dude. The previews did, did the previews do it justice? Because I'm like, ah, it's I don't, weird. I don't even care about the previews. Okay. I didn't even watch. Because yeah, you're an anti-preview oh, guy, right? For the most part, hmm. and and the less you know going into this, the more it's going to surprise you. Okay, because all I know is the previews fuck up. I yeah. don't know what's happening in this movie. So. Yeah. It's, it's very much a movie about um, a lower-class, struggling family and this kind of upper, 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 middle-class family. And they um, basically start hiring uh, the other family. The lower-class One family. by one, not realizing that they're oh. all together, kind of conspiring. Oh, all right. To all work for the same. Family. Now, now it's interesting. Yeah, it's now great. Interesting. It's it's a there's a class struggle thing going on here, um, and Bong Joon Ho, this house that this rich family lives in, was built from scratch to for the movie specs just for the movie. Wow, that's crazy. Yes, yeah, they, it they is. invested serious it money. Is, yeah, it is a it is like one of the great set pieces in film ever. Well, looking at these nine so, movies, yeah. tell me, like, don't tell me which one that you think will win. Tell me which one that you liked the best of the nine, since I you th- saw all nine. I think we just said it. I think Parasite. Parasite. Okay. Yeah. I, um, you know, uh, 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 Little Women is a stunner. It's an extraordinary film. I'll take your word for um, it. Marriage Story, I already ta- talked you about. You know, went on and on about. Um, I love The Irishman. We're, we're going we're gonna to um, fight soon enough. I love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I love that. That would be my favorite. Yes. Um, and I, I really liked it, and I rewatched it last week. And Did you? And just... Where do you think the complaints came for, from? Because a lot of people complained about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and they thought it was not a good movie. Well, um, I think... Some of it is, I, I, you know, not to get too high concept, but frankly, it's not a lot of plot to it. It's, it's very much characters hanging out. Yeah. You know? Dialogue. Um, dialogue. That's it's, Quentin Tarantino, though. Yeah. His movies are all dialogue. Sure, but there's been way more plot in, yeah, in no. previous ones. Yeah. You know, Django Unchained and, and uh, Inglorious Bastards really built and built and built to something. Right. You know? Um, whereas this, it builds to something for sure. That ending's a doozy. Um, <laughs> I was like, "What is happening?" Right but but, now? but but you think about *Glorious Bastards* and how how it has some of those scenes that pay off. There's a scene in the bar yes. where they're undercover yes. and, they're, and their cover is blown with with Michael Fassbender. It was amazing. And um, you know, uh, th- those incredibly tense. You know, where where Hans Landa and and <laughs> and what's her name? Uh, Shoshana are sitting yeah. at the table, you know. La attendez la creme, you know. He's mm. got to have the cream on his <laughs> on the cake or whatever. Yeah, it you know. And, and it's just this eerie, just building yeah. tension kind of thing. And this doesn't have a lot of that, you know. It's it's very it's way more of a mood piece than Tarantino has ever done. I loved it. 
I thought it was great. Even yeah. though a lot of people complained that it was too long, I was like, ah, it was perfect for me. Right. Perfect. I was, I was enraptured the whole yep. time. Great movie. Yeah. 1917, what did you think about that? I thought it was pretty good. Hmm. That's it? Yeah, pretty much. I, you know, <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> what, what would it be without the gimmick? You know of, what I mean? Of the two, the passing on the message or whatever, for sure. No, no, the gimmick is it's made to look like one really, really, really long shot. Oh, sure. You know? That it, reminded me of Birdman. Yeah, the, it's the same gimmick as that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it was intense. I was drawn into it. Because it's kind of hard not to be, you right. know. You, you're you're at that, um, you know. You're following these soldiers through the through the trenches and then up and out, and everything is from their perspective, you know. Um, you don't you don't have these wide angle kind of things or or, or anything. It's all from the ground, right. um, and and that's absolutely the gimmick behind it. And but without that, you know, it's kind of your basic. War film, sure. You know, but war as hell. Know. What 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 are, what else are we going to take from this? You know, the 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 main character is very, you know, devoted to his mission. Yep. You know, so so was everybody in Saving Private Ryan. Yes. You know, I, yep. you know, I, the, the, it, I've just seen so many um, better war films. So know, it that, didn't really stand out then. I mean, visually, it stood out sure. for sure. You know, I got stuck on the trenches though. The entire time, I'm like, who made these things? Oh, I know. Where Isn't did all the dirt go? Isn't that fascinating? Yes, I was like, how did they do this? I know. I how know. long did it take? It, it, I got stuck on that, and I wasn't paying attention to the movie. Yeah, I, I do think um, World War One, and, and maybe you know, it, it seems like every war movie is about World War Two. Yes, World War One, yeah. you know, have, there's a there's it's almost novel to watch a to watch a fiction film about World War One. Mm-hmm. You know. Everything looks a little different. The technology's different. Um, you know, uh, it's it's a it's a different brand of warfare than in World War Two, and and so uh, there's that kind of angle on it. That I was like, oh sure, you know, a, a World War One movie. That's fascinating. Wonder Woman was a World War One movie too, right? right. <laughs> you know, um, so so it had that going for it. But but again, it's just like, you know. This kind of grueling intensity, and every once in a while, the the guy bumps into a, you know, a British film star. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was fun. It was weird how that worked out, right? Like, did oh, you I like it? One. Did you like I did. it? I did. I enjoyed it. I thought it's, it was good. It's probably going to win. You, you think? realize that? Yeah. What? It's, it's, really? It's absolutely. Man. You know, it's won some it of the bigger awards. I, that's exactly it. But um, but yeah. The Academy's boring. They they sure, gave it the sure Green are. Book last year. You know. Yeah, that was that, you know, that was not worthy. Very underwhelming stuff. Right. You know. Yeah. Whereas uh, Parasite and Once Upon a Time and and Little Women and Marriage Story are all far far superior. Do you, Parasite doesn't stand a chance though, right? It doesn't stand a chance. Like it might be deserving, people, but people it doesn't do not, stand a chance. People do not like. Subtitled films. No, they don't. You know, they don't. that's exactly that's what I'm it. saying. Like, yeah. they, they don't like movies that they don't recognize everybody in them. You know, right? Um, it's got a, got astounding ensemble work in it too. You know, that the the cast is just great in Parasite. Right. Did you see Jojo Rabbit? 
I was going to say, let's talk about the World War II movie. <laughs> Jojo Rabbit, who knew you could make a comedy about Hitler? <laughs> well, it's been done before, right? The producers? Uh, uh, yeah, the producers. With Mel Brooks. But, I mean, this <coughs> was, this was while it was a comedy, there were still a lot of serious things about it. Like, uh, well, spoil it. Can I do a spoiler alert right here? Sure. Mom got hung, oh. and I was not expecting that. That was rough. That was that super. Was when he, when the, when the boy turns and sees his mom's shoes, that's all yeah. you see. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. Yes, that was very like. Oh, I was not expecting that. That was awful. That that, that was a real. It was a real gutting moment. Yes, very um, much so. Where where it really balanced out the kind of glib quality of it. Well, right. and 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 you did you see Life Is Beautiful with Roberto Benigni? Yeah, law when it came like, out yeah. in the theater. I don't think I've seen that it was, since. It was the same kind of. Uh, that that one was a little more cloying. And mm. sentimental, and this was, this is a sharper picture. It's it's got a more modern sensibility to it. Sure, you know, um, I did not realize until afterwards that the guy who played Hitler was the writer and director of yeah. the movie. Yeah, take you take a YTT. Yay! Who straight destroyed it? He killed who, it. Who made a lot of money directing Thor Ragnarok? Oh, he did that and, too. Yeah, and some Look episodes of The Mandalorian. Ah, you know, this motherfucker's doing everything. Yeah, he is. You know, and he's doing another Thor film. Um, uh, yeah, um, yeah. He plays Hitler in this, and it's weird. It's <laughs> weird, man. Well, in in my favorite character uh-huh. is Sam Rockwell, who plays oh like, right the, the, the Nazi or commandant or colonel or <laughs> yeah, whatever, who's yeah. obviously closeted, right. and <laughs> doesn't give a shit doesn't about, give a shit the, about the it. fucking just war, kind of, or whatever. You know, he's very much a Sam Rockwell character. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I, and it, it's set. You know, in the in the last days of World War Two, yeah. you know the the, the Nazis coming to an end, baby, crumbling, and um, I you know, it's a it's a it's a good movie. Yeah, I, I didn't, it but it, but would I put it in a best picture category? No, way. really. Nah. All right, so you take it out, Jojo. You're out. I would. I did like the the Roly Poly kid. Oh, the the buddy, the comedic relief, yeah, fatty. <laughs> He's like, I'm I'm 12 years old and I'm a soldier. Who knew? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Just funny. And he's gonna be the kid in the Home Alone remake or whatever. Is oh, that correct? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I know. mean, that looks like shit. But no, whatever. I, I hate the first movie. <laughs> Come on, it's hell. classic, man. No, it's not. All it's right, fair enough. <laughs> uh, we've talked uh, at length about the Joker. Uh, we haven't talked at all about Ford versus Ferrari. What about that? I didn't see that. I was really the the previews look great to me. I'm a big fan of uh, Bale and uh, Matt Damon. Any good? No, it's fine. it was fine. Yeah, it was just fine. fine. Yeah, it was whatever. Is it kind of like? A, is it? They sort of make it seem like it's a comedic kind of movie. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, Christian Bale's like this lunatic, and, and Damon's the one who's got to keep all the shit together. Well, Damon is Shelby. Okay. He's a real person. Yeah. You know, the Shelby um, Cobra Mustang or whatever. Oh. You know, he was a designer. Oh, okay. You know, an auto designer for Ford. And he's basically, it's it's based on true story, and, and what happens in the race is, is what really happened. And Christian Bale plays the real guy who, ra- who drove the car. Um... And uh, basically, Ford was it was the big dog in the '60s, you know. But they right. but their racing credibility was in the shitter, and so they're like, and Ferrari was the A plus right. top yeah, game, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. And and Ford was like, you know, money is no object. We're gonna beat Ferrari, and they okay. hire Shelby, played by Matt Damon. How did it end out? 
<laughs> go go read Wikipedia for crying out loud. <laughs> it, it, there's actually an interesting twist that is right out of uh, that actually did happen in the big race. Okay, well, I'm I'm not going to give it away because right. it is a suspense. Would you Would you recommend that I go see it? Like I know you really recommend Parasite and Marriage Story and I, Little Women. You know. Out of all those, uh-huh. like see all those twice and then see uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, man. I don't. I didn't dislike Ford. Let, let, let me put it this way. Okay. Um, the director is James Mangold. Yes. He's really good. All He's right. a very good director. Uh-huh. Um, he did uh, Logan. Um, Which I can't lie, I hated. I'm and, the one guy who didn't care oh, for it. It was a great movie. I didn't. And then, like it. Uh, and he did the, the Johnny Cash biopic, Walk the Line. Oh, that was good. You know, he's a, he's a very good director. Yeah. Um, in in a kind of conventional sense, but you know, car racing scenes, yeah. big sound. You know, it's that, that it's the kind of thing like my dad loved the movie for for that reason. He's a big yeah. car guy. You know, mm-hmm. um, but like I'm kind of tired of Matt Damon doing the Matt Damon thing. Sure. You know, yeah. um, and I'm kind of over Christian Bale. I I like him. He's a chameleon. Is he sort know? of the new? Uh, was it Daniel Day Lewis? Is he the new Daniel Day? Uh, he doesn't have the kind of. Um, he doesn't quite have that thespian credibility that Daniel Day Lewis has. Daniel Day Daniel Day Lewis would never fucking play Batman. <laughs> you know that that's that's it. No, uh, I would. Although I, I do like Bale because he's he's uh, he's a very intense yes. presence. You know, mm. he's 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 you know, I've never wa- watched a movie with him in it and gone. He didn't put it all into it. You know, even if the movie isn't that good. You said you would want Parasite to win, but who do you think is going to win? Well, 1917. 1917, the that's the one. Huh. Yeah. Wow, I'm surprised by that. I would not have picked that to be the one. I would have thought maybe uh, Joker. I, I or is think it because Joker's comic book character? Well, th- there's that, and it's also a very divisive movie. Pe- people are going to watch it and go, Joaquin Phoenix is very good, but this movie made me feel horrible. It made me feel like I needed to go take ten showers you know, <laughs> remove several several layers of skin. It's a very right. oogie movie. Yes. You know? yeah. I think it's far too divisive because people who like it really like it and people who hate it really hate it. And even the people who don't like it will go, yeah, Joaquin Phoenix is pretty damn good in it. Yeah. You know, so yeah. so he's going to get the votes there and where the movie probably isn't. Okay. You know, and it has that stigma. It has that comic book stigma. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't want 1917 to win no I didn't no. mind the movie but it didn't it didn't stick out to me like oh fuck this is the one well, and, I, and I can't lie John this whole year none of the movies made me go that's the fucking movie and maybe it, because I haven't seen Parasite but there was not a movie that stuck out to me as like dude, this you, is the one so you, you wanted me to bring a top five well I've got sure. like Ten movies tied for number five because there's so many good movies that came out. Man, in I, see, I was having. Uh, do you know Garrett Elzinga, my buddy Garrett? He's yeah. a comedian. Yeah. Uh, he also do, he does a movie podcast where once a week he goes with his uh, buddy Mike Logan mm-hmm. and they review a new movie. And I was talking with him. I'm like, I thought this past year was not good. Like I, it wasn't good to me. You're crazy. I, I, I'm aware. He said the same thing, too. And I'm like, was head and like, shoulders oh, above some years. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, God, it was so bad. It was so bad. 
They're, yeah. they're like ten movies that I would rank above some of my number ones from oh, the past years. God, no. You're watching why? the wrong movies, Stu. No, well, that might be. Because I'll didn't, tell you. Okay, so we didn't, uh-huh. there's one Best Picture nominee we didn't hash over, and you didn't like The Irishman. Yeah, no, I hated it. That's crazy. I hated The Irishman. That's Irish crazy talk. I, the, I'll many reasons why I hated The Irishman. One, uh, people complained about uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood being too long. Mm-hmm. The Irishman was incredibly too long. Way too long. And I just felt like every other Ma movie that I've seen, I've already seen. I don't need to see The Irishman because I already saw Goodfellas and Casino and whatever else. I don't need to see it. So... I'm gonna point Tell me out, I'm wrong. I'm going to point out every way in which you are wrong. <laughs> not not point by point, but by pointing out how many great things this movie does. All right. Is it because it's the last movie these idiots will ever do together? No. Okay, because people but, but have said that, that, and I'm like, I'm good, finally. Please but, die, all of you. But it ties into the idea of men in their twilight looking back on their lives. Yes. So it absolutely makes sense that you're going to get the old gang back together to look back on themselves, playing themselves as young people. Which, I, it was hard for me to buy that when De Niro was beating up the grocery store clerk. Oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah. why isn't the clerk beating the fuck out of this guy? Yeah, you know, well, <laughs> I mean, some people had a hard time buying that. I, I was more just, you know... Uh, a friend of mine pointed this out, and and I'm like, that was the same problem I had. I was more bothered by De Niro wearing blue contact lenses mm. than by any CG. And mm. I I sat there in front in a movie theater watching this on the giant screen, right. and none of that CG stuff bothered me at all. all. Right. But they had to do it that way, sure, because it fits the theme of the movie so much in a meta kind of way, yeah. you know, where you have the you have De Niro and Pacino and Pesci in the twilights of their careers mm. revisiting what they did years ago so well, you know, and and that's the theme of the movie as well because it's set, you know, it, it opens in the retirement home with De Niro in the wheelchair telling yeah. his story, yeah. you know, and, and this is another one where people are like oh, you know, it's based on the book I, I hear you paint book. houses mm-hmm. from the guy who claims to have killed Hoffa. Right. You know, it's based on that book, and people are, like, questioning the credibility of that book, which, yep. fine. Shut up. <laughs> right. and divorce just yourself from reality yeah. and, and experience this movie as a piece of historical fiction, just right. like any other piece of historical fiction that's happened, you know? People have such a hard time divorcing the historical fiction thing from things that happened recently. Yes. You know, this happened in the, this movie is set in the 40s, 50s, 70s, 90s. And today! Aughts, you know, <laughs> um, it spans that whole thing. Um, so, thematically, it's really rich. Okay. You know, it, it's, um, people criticized it because Anna Paquin has, like, hardly any lines in the movie, but she has the most important line in the movie, um, which crushes everything. You know, she's basically the daughter of De Niro. De Niro has been this thug killer, you know, for years and years and years, and she's finally figured out what he does, right. even though he's never spoken about it. Um, she was close with with um, Hoffa. Hoffa was more of a father figure to her than her own father. Right. You know, and then Hoffa 
it gets offed. Yep. And who did it? You know. And so it's it's essentially this um, woman calling bullshit on all these games these men play for what? Power, money. They all end up in prison. You know what I mean? Yeah. They all end up in wheelchairs. They all end up dead in the end. Yes. What are you doing? And um, essentially the De Niro character longs for a relationship with his daughter that he can never have. Right. It's too late. Because she thinks he's repulsive. You know? And there is that scene in the movie where he beats up that store clerk because he, you know, put his hand on her. Right. And he, and it's, he doesn't go talk to the guy or even just punch him in the nose walk away. He beats him right into the ER. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's when she realizes what her dad is. And so that's the relationship that really, that the, the emotional component of that movie hinges on. And um, the movie really takes its time. It really does. You get lost. 18 hours <laughs> worth. You, you get lost in the details of this thing, you know. Or you resist it because, you know, not everybody has the attention span. Me. I don't know. You know. <laughs> I, and, 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 that, and I don't I don't mean that as an insult, you know. No, I understand. I, because, because I get it, too. It didn't, it didn't draw me in to care, I guess. Mm, and that's just see, where I was. I just didn't see, care. I, I, and I also think it's the best thing De Niro has ever done. God bless America. All right. All right. I, it is. It is. What about the Fockers? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's right up there with uh, um, Godsend. Taxi driver? Uh, bad Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no. Yeah, I, bad Grandpa, that was I, good I, You know, I would rank it up there with Taxi Driver and, and Raging Bull and all okay. the, and Godfather 2 and all his great, great roles. I just feel like I've, I had already seen it in different movies. That's all. Sure. That's all. Sure. So I just, you know, I, I get why people liked it, but I was like, ah. I, I just love the dialogue. Right. It's a tell dialogue tell movie, for sure. It's what it is. It's what it is. Jimmy, it's what it is. It's what it is. <laughs> they, they have that gangster speak thing that's happening where where it's all coded and repetitive sure. and all that. Painting houses. And, oh, yeah, painting houses I, I hear you he kills people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When you finally figure that out, I'm like, oh, he's whacking people. That's I what think, he does. I think my favorite passage of dialogue event in any movie was the, the conversation about the fish. You know, when they, when they get in the car, was there, I had a fish in here. Sorry, the seat's wet. What kind of fish is it? And they're, they're going oh, on about the fish. Right. It's hysterically funny. It's you just fucking this, had fish in it's here? This, it's this tangential bu- bullshit, you know, distracting them from the fact that they're on their way to kill Hoffa. But, you know, they're going to put a bullet in this guy's head. And Do they're you? talking about a fucking fish. No, that like you you mentioned previously, that, that people were calling bullshit on this guy's story. Do you think it was real or no? Yeah, or it just doesn't matter. To I, you? I, it doesn't matter in the okay. context of the movie. Right. I mean, you know, there's some credibility to it, but you know, you, you can piece. T- I, I just a little bit. I haven't read the book, yeah, you know, I, and I've I've read up on it a little bit just so I would know more about the film and and what it's based on. And, and there is some you know circumstantial credibility to it. And, okay. You know, but the evidence is, you know, 30, 40 years old now. Yeah. Who's, who's, who, right now, who's to say, right? Yeah. Whatever. Uh, okay, that's it. That was, those were Let's talk about, about movies, though, man. Let's talk about the movies. I thought it was a shit year. You thought it was great. I'll tell you why I thought it was a shit year. I, um, 
I found a list of the box office, uh, like I think it was like 500 movies, yeah. the top 500 movies of last year. I went through the top 216, mm-hmm. so I was kind of specific. I had seen 35 mm-hmm. out of the top 216. I want to I want to go over the movies with you that I saw, and then I want you to either give me a thumbs up or thumbs down. Okay. okay. Well, right? I, and I I haven't seen. You know, I don't see the theatrical releases like I used to. Sure, right. So. You have a real life now. <laughs> it's good. I'm glad Are they have a real life. streaming content now? That's good. Yeah. But, it, all right, so if you've seen it, give me thumbs up, thumbs sure. down. All right. Uh, number one was Avengers Endgame. Of course, I saw it twice. All right. Uh, number four was uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Did you see yeah. it? Yeah. Thumbs up? Sure. Captain Marvel, number five? Yeah, good movie. Uh, then I saw Joker. Yeah. Star Wars, fence. Star Wars number nine. I'm on the fence on that. Okay, uh, number. I'm a, I'm a diehard Star Wars guy. I, was I know. I, I know. I, I'm with you. I thought it was fine. It was fine. Uh, number ten. This is this is the one where it starts getting weird for me. Uh, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. No, I didn't see that shit. <laughs> Next. Uh, number sixteen. It chapter two. No. Uh, number twenty two. Once upon a time in Hollywood. We both agree yeah, that was great. Yeah. Number twenty four. Shazam. I never saw Shazam. You didn't see Shazam? No. It was okay. It was alright. I, I saw I saw bits and pieces. Sure. On TV. In and out. Number twenty six, uh, John Wick, number three. Oh, that was awesome. See, I hated it. See, I liked it. Not. I, I thought the other two were better. Yes, the other two were better, and for whatever reason, I didn't like John Wick three. Three has too much story. Some great set pieces. Yeah. You know the knife fights yeah. and the horse and and all that stuff. Great set pieces to it, but the, it was it had too much story and. And one of, one of the great things about the original John Wick was it was minimal story and just lots of style and fighting. Right. And number two brought in some story. Yeah, yes. it's pretty intriguing. I liked it. You know, it had some depth and layers to it. And, and the third one had, you know, was losing me when it came to the plot and all that. I felt like they made him a god. Like, he was invincible, and it didn't matter how many people you brought or what weapons you brought, he was going to kill you. Dude, he, he was, was invincible. in the first movie, too. Right, I understand, but I still felt like possibly something could happen to this guy, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I was poking holes in it sure. instead of getting lost in it. I still I wish, think it was a good movie. I, I wish I could have gotten lost in it. I just couldn't for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, number 27, Knives Out. Oh my gosh, it's one of my favorite movies. I loved year. it. That's I was disappointed what that wasn't up for an Oscar. That that got boned out of a Best Picture nominee. Nomination. Boned. Yes. Uh, number twenty nine, Us. Good. Man, Very good movie. Fuck that movie. <laughs> uh, thirty two was nineteen seventeen. We talked about that. Yeah. Uh, thirty three, Glass. Yeah. I like Glass. Yeah. I think I know it got shat on, but I liked it. Yeah. Uh, thirty nine was Rocket Man. I liked Rocket Man. I did too. I thought it was all right. You know. Very inventive in the w- 